Hello and welcome to Simplified Organization, a show for busy moms who are looking for practical help in managing their homes, families, and lives for God's glory. We keep it real without complaining, and we help women overcome the overwhelm and perfectionism that comes when we play the comparison game. Today, I have part two of my conversation with my good friend, Dawn Garrett. Dawn is a homeschooling mom of three teenagers. And in part one of our conversation, Dawn shared about how she handles overwhelm as a normal part of her life with active, busy teens. Be sure not to miss that episode. Now, Dawn shares how and why she's put some extra time into setting up meal routines that help her keep her family fed and has helped keep family meals a priority in their schedule. I'm sure you're going to enjoy it and be encouraged. So with, I know even when they were not all teenagers, you guys did a lot of sports things and then homeschooling takes Mm -hmm. time, especially time in the morning. And I know that over the years you've come up with several different ways to tackle the, the kitchen and meal Mm -hmm. work to keep that manageable and still relationship building in your family. Yeah. So what kind of meal kitchen tips do you have for us today? For in the sports years, we had, you know, um, we had people gone until seven or seven 30 for a long time. And it was my intention that we eat dinner together as a family. That was, that was a priority to me. Um, we always ate dinner a little bit later because my husband has always had kind of a long commute. And he said, I can I can promise you that by seven, we can have dinner together as a family. So we always had kind of a later dinner. Um, but now, but, you know, during sports seasons, it was often seven thirty, eight o'clock. The crock pot is my friend mm-hmm. um, and not for traditional crock pot meals. I'm not always talking about having a pot roast or a soup or, I mean, yes, we do those things, but um, crock pots often have a warm setting. So um, I would make pasta spaghetti and meatballs before we went to soccer, put it in the crock pot on the warm instead of the low, but just warm. Um, and I, I like day, second day spaghetti anyway, you know how it like, yeah. just, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit crock pot spaghetti is kind of like second day spaghetti. Nice. So, um, so it would just stay warm until we got home or meatballs in sauce in the bottom. And then my steamer basket with broccoli in it and the lid on top, the broccoli would be nice and warm. By the time we were home, the meatballs would be ready to be put in sub buns with a little cheese and and actually put the cheese on the meatballs too. And then we have meatball subs and um, broccoli when we got home for dinner. Um, Always make double batches of things your family likes or have, um, we like a lot of like ground beef sort of Mexican-ish things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I always make a lot of ground beef with salsa and spices and I freeze this, freeze it in packages and then we can have tamale pie or loaded nachos or 
loaded baked potatoes, or it makes a great base for a chili um, and easy to just get started and going. So mm-hmm. dinners, trying to think through, you know, what do we like to eat? How do I make it so that it can be held until for s- several hours until we're back home and, um, and served quickly? Because, right. you know, I'm ready to put kids to bed when we get home from soccer at <laughs> 7, 7.30. Um, but I think really my biggest um, deal was making sure they had really solid breakfasts. Mm-hmm. Um, so one, you and Pam both talked some about decision fatigue and how having to make decisions is very tiring. So I said, okay, well, for breakfast and for lunch, for breakfast, we're going to have on Monday, we're going to have oatmeal. On Tuesday, we're going to have Dutch puff. On Wednesday, we're going to have Monte Cristo sandwiches because that's a big, long day. We have co-op on Wednesdays. So I want to really, on Thursday, we're going to have eggs. And on Friday, we're going to have like French toast casserole because it's sweet and fun. And, you know, it's Friday. but things like oatmeal and eggs leave some flexibility because you can do a lot. You can have baked oatmeal, you could have um, instant oatmeal if you're yeah. like really desperate. You can have just stovetops porridge. You can put different things in it. So it has flexibility, yeah. um, but it's a standard thing at the same time. And same with eggs. You can scrambled fried, baked, mm-hmm. uh, um, Denver omelet that kind of thing. Um, and we did that for years and years and years where, you know, that that's what you want to know it's for breakfast today. This is what we have for breakfast. Now they're bigger and they tend to get their own breakfast. So although I think sometimes I get, why don't you make us breakfast anymore? So <laughs> I should maybe go back to doing that more. And all of those are filling breakfasts too. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find high protein, lots of eggs, lots of, you know, mm-hmm. and and yeah, something filling that would that would really last until later in the day because you know my kids they they need something that's sturdy for mm-hmm. the morning. Uh, school is work. Mm-hmm. School and it's it's um, kids complain because it's hard because it's work and they need they need that extra oomph to make it through sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then maybe there'll be a few fewer snack breaks. (laughs) Well, okay. So, so we always, um, we always had a snack, have a snack after morning time. Um, Mm -hmm. because yeah, they, they just, they need a little bit of downtime. Um, we used to call it recess even like 30 minutes. If you don't come back when the timer goes off, you don't get recess tomorrow, but, um, snack and go play outside snack and go play something. Um, I kind of said, you don't really need to go play anymore, (laughs) but, um, so, so we, um, we follow the six weeks on one week off schedule, the Sabbath schooling, some people call it. Um, and I learned early on that break week is not a vacation week. Mm -hmm. Um, and that I had to, talk about it not as a vacation week to my kids or they thought it was a vacation week. <laughs> no, it's housework project week. <laughs> um 
And so we assigned one day of our break week of our prep week as baking day. And it's a, it's a long day, but um, we usually make two or three kinds of quick breads and trail mix and muffins. And um, I try to make some cookie dough balls to freeze so that, you know, in the middle of the term, I can say, let's have cookies today. And it's not make a mess in my kitchen and, yeah. and have to clean that up too. Um, we make cinnamon rolls for Sunday mornings so that I just pull a pan of five cinnamon rolls out of the freezer and I put it in the oven to warm up while I take my shower. And then we have fresh cinnamon rolls on. Um, so do you bake them mornings. before putting them in the freezer? I, I did start to bake them. I've tried both ways uh-huh. and I like them baked off better. They just need reheated. Okay. So that that made Sundays both special and doable for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't ice my cinnamon rolls, so they're not really all that bad for you either. <laughs> not all <laughs> sugar and hyping everybody up before worship. So I've done, we we do a lot of, you know, a lot of baking in one day and then no baking for seven weeks. <laughs> You can batch the the thinking and the shopping and the Mm -hmm. kitchen mess and effort and Mm -hmm. dishes and all of that. And it's a project that we all, all the kids and I all work on together. Now, like my oldest, she doesn't like to bake, but she doesn't mind washing dishes. So that totally counts. Washing dishes, that's your job. Excellent. I hate washing dishes. You have at it. (laughs) And sometimes we get some musical entertainment throughout the day. And I count that as working too, because, you know, it does make it a little bit nicer when we have the piano playing or some singing going on. Makes it a little bit more pleasant of a time. But we do, we spend the day, usually it starts relatively early in the morning and are usually finished by 2.30 or 3. So it's a Day, but it's not a solid like day. working into the night or anything. Correct. Correct. And I always start a crock pot meal very first thing so that I do not have to think about supper at the end of the day. Yes. And, and, and sometimes that crock pot meal is simply, you know, chicken breasts and salsa, and then we'll pull out the cheese and the tortillas later. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's fine, but there's something and it's going to be hot and ready to go by the time we're done. And the kitchen is cleaned up and I do not want to make the mess in the kitchen again. <laughs> so, so yeah. So we do, we do a lot of food things. The lunch, the lunch schedule, I said, I've made a breakfast and a lunch schedule. It kind of, it's always kind of ebbed and flowed a little bit more. Sometimes it, it doesn't make as much sense. So mm-hmm. we, I did do that for a while and it did work for us for a while, but it was much shorter term than say the breakfast schedule. So there are lots of things you can do to make meals more special. Saturday night is when we have our big meal for the week um, for our fancy meal, you know, um, meatloaf or a baked chicken or, or something nicer. And so we do that on Saturdays because I have more free time to do that on Saturdays generally. And we're not home much on Sundays. Um, so that makes so that just makes it easier to do it on Saturday night. But then if you're doing a baked chicken on Saturday, 
And for my family of five, we eat about half a baked chicken, even with teens. That means I have chicken for later in the week and I can make chicken and biscuits with frozen biscuits and I can make a gravy really quickly and add frozen vegetables and then we have dinner. Mm-hmm. So I always try to think of planned overs because I don't actually like leftovers. So I try to think about if I cook this much of this, what can I turn it into so that it's something different? Mm-hmm. Nice. So those are really my biggest, the biggest things that I do in the kitchen, I think. Well, that's really helpful. Um, Cause I think that it can be easy to be overwhelmed by all the kitchen work because people mm-hmm. do need to eat three times a day or more. Or more. <laughs> they really do. But food is such a good opportunity to spend time together, mm-hmm. whether that's making it or then eating it. And it really is the daily opportunity that we have to uh, enjoy life together as a family, mm-hmm. no matter what else is going on in the day. Yeah. So if you wanted to see more about our breakfasts, you can go to hashtag upping my breakfast game. And I think that's mostly me, although some people sometimes use that hashtag too, but you can see kind of how we have standards that just get little tweaks here and there. And that's really, that's really my biggest kitchen advice is have the things that you do, do them pretty well, tweak them as you go here and there just to add variety. Mm-hmm. One, well, as you gain practice doing them too, they become easier. And so it mm-hmm. becomes easier to then make little adjustments for fun yeah. and, and enjoy your time actually doing it. Even sometimes starting off doing just, you know, mundane, repetitive things gets you to the skill point where sure. then you can enjoy Mm-hmm. Changing well, things up. Yeah. I mean, you have to learn your scales when you're learning the piano and you have to learn how the colors work together when you're learning how to paint. And, you know, I mean, that, that that's true of any artistry and cooking definitely is some form of artistry. So, yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing about the just kind of everyday, normal, even good overwhelm feelings and the kitchen meal ideas. And I know that you have some of those recipes and pictures mm-hmm. on Instagram with the hashtag upping my breakfast game and on your blog. So we'll link to all of that in the show notes. And yeah. Thanks for having me. It was, um, it's always fun to talk to you. I, like <laughs> I don't get to like face-to-face talk to you as much as we, as as we might like, but it's lovely to see you today. You too. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the Simplified Organization Podcast. Don had some great menu planning and kitchen tips for our busy schedules. And if you would like some printables and a done for you master pantry list that you can use to get started with your own menu planning system, 
Then just head to simplyconvivial.com pantry and you will find the simplified dinners resources that we have available for free there. That's simplyconvivial.com pantry or find the link below. And as always, repent, rejoice, repeat. Repeat.